0: Pulse ninety five live from the International Government Communication Forum. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to our live coverage of the International Government Communication Forum. Well into day two, and uh, we have the honor of having with us live here in the studio, Dr. Muhammad Yunus, uh, economist and Nobel Peace Prize winner for founding the Grameen Bank uh, pioneer in uh, various uh, economic concepts as well. He's going to be involved in a session at the IGCF titled The Impact of Public Communication on Startups. Hello and welcome to the program. Thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you for inviting
0: me. Thank you so much. Uh, Let's start by talking about uh, your uh, your upcoming session at the International Government Communication Forum. You're going to be talking about startups. Uh, What do you look forward to discussing in the session? Uh,
1: First of all, I'll focus on the communication part of it. And my usual question on that subject is communication for what? Mm. And at this moment, I feel the biggest communication issue is uh, how to uh, protect this planet because planet is about to come to a finishing line. So how to make sure how to make sure that uh, uh, to communicate to everybody that the danger, imminent danger that we are facing and get them active activated to see that we protect this planet. And uh, the global warming is one issue that we have to communicate very quickly because uh, signs are getting worse and worse. Uh, planet is uh, giving us signals with the worst kind, worst kind of weather conditions, mm. floods, uh, uh, fires, and uh, tornadoes, and all kinds of things keep coming, which never happened before. Uh, and it will get worse. And our job is to see how to reorganize ourselves, design our things so that we can protect ourselves, have a safer planet. Uh, A planet which I describe as a planet with three zeros. Zero net carbon emission, zero wealth concentration, and zero unemployment. These are the big issues that we have to communicate right now to make sure that we feel the urgency of the situation.
2: Right. um what sense can we achieve that, you know, for a country such as Bangladesh, for example, very reliant on its textile exports and to tell them to cut down on emissions, reduce factory outputs or even dependency on on fossil fuels, they'll say it's kind of unfair. Why? Why should, no, it?
1: Why should it be unfair? It's the safety mm. of the uh, nation, safety of the planet. Mm. So uh, you can think about it this way. Our house is burning. Yeah. The world, the planet is our house is burning. Now we can inside the house, celebrate our parties, enjoy you know, the successes and all the thing. This will be ridiculous and that's what we're doing. A, we are not paying attention to the fire that the house is on. Mm. So our first responsibility is to stop the fire. And Bangladesh has to play that role and everybody else has to play that role. Uh, luckily Bangladesh doesn't contribute as much in global warming as mm. any other nation does. Uh, so that way we will be very careful how to make sure that we become aware and take quick decisions, drastic decisions. Um, Professor, you have written so many books and uh, one uh, of your books actually caught my attention and it has a very powerful name. Uh, The title of the book is um, Creating a World Without Poverty. Now, That's a very, very strong title. Now in your book you wanted to end global poverty and related uh, problems such as gender discrimination and so on. Um, You also wanted to end the lack of access to healthcare and education. Now when it comes uh, to technology, how far do you think technology can be involved? Now you a shared lot, lots of thoughts about technology and uh, how to end it and um, poverty uh, and the book was in 2008. Now technology has changed and we've moved forward. So how far do you think that technology has got potential to end poverty and has it been achieved? First of all on the poverty issue, the issue that uh, I try to bring attention to the people that poverty is not created by poor people. Poverty is created by the system that we built around us. Mm -hmm. So no matter how much assistance we want to go to the poor people, that will not end poverty. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have to go back, reframe, redesign the structure that we have, the economy and the world that we have created. Uh, Then it will have the impact on the people so that they can find their role in the world and pull themselves out of poverty. They, they are as good human being as anybody else. They are as creative as anybody else. Mm-hmm. Simply, opportunities are not there. They are locked out into a situation. They, they cannot function that way. Mm-hmm. And we have demonstrated it by creating uh, Grameen Bank, the microcredit. Mm-hmm. We brought through tiny, tiny little loans to poor women in Bangladesh. And with that loan, they transform themselves into tiny entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and continue to take more loans and pull themselves out of poverty. They have the capacity. Simply an institution didn't exist, policies didn't exist. So that's the kind of thing that we have to now figure out how to redesign the entire economic system to make sure that everybody has an opportunity, everybody has the ability to transform themselves in an effective human being but the technology of course technology has changed completely mm-hmm. but the technology issue is important because uh, technology does what uh, we want to do with it uh, technology doesn't have its own mind Absolutely, it doesn't work the way it will work uh, so it's us to decide what we use the technology for if you want to use the technology to further promote the poverty mm-hmm. it will create continue to provide, uh, create poverty faster efficiently mm-hmm. or if you want to use the technology to undo the thing that we have done technology can be done that way mm-hmm. so it's a question of our mind what is that we want what is our imagination what is the goal that we set for ourselves technology is a tool so sure. we can do that then if said, said the technology is proceeding and unfortunately now the technology will have its own mind mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a big departure that's what the AI is all about, artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence can think. That's what it kind of gets away from the older versions of technology. And that, I see, is a dangerous path that we are following. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we are celebrating the fourth industrial revolution and all that. It's all about the artificial intelligence. If machines can think, and machines can do things better than human beings, Mm-hmm. What will be the role of human being on this planet? That's the basic question we have to ask yeah. and see whether we would like to proceed with the artificial intelligence as enthusiastically as we are doing because that will mean end of hu- human being on this planet because human being will ultimately become garbage on this planet. Yeah. They have no role to play yes. anymore. So we have to see that we is it, technology is good, yeah. technology is bad. There is a red line. So we draw the red line. We do not allow technology to cross the red line. It should be a blessing, not a curse. Has mm-hmm. it has it crossed that line already from
0: what you've been seeing? Coming seen? very close. Can you Coming discuss that close. some more?
1: Sure, of course. It's all the technology that's proceeding is replacing human being. There's excitement about the technology. Right. is yeah. techno- Excitement about technology is that hum- uh, you become more efficient. You don't need as many people. Mm-hmm. It can be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, stores don't need the people to serve. You can do the machines and you pay the machines. Everything is done by the machine. What happens to those people? What happened? It's already there. You go to uh, Europe. You see big stores running. But nobody's selling anything. Mm-hmm. True. You buy and pay and go walk away. So that's it. Okay. So what the question is what happened to those people who were working? Uh, did they get another job or just simply didn't have any opportunity to find another job? So this is the beginning. Ultimately, all work will be done by the machines because as long as we have the profit maximization world, you'll be replacing human being with machine because it's cost-effective. Yeah. Your uh, bottom line gets bigger. True. So this is an automatic process. So gradually people will see that there's no place for them. So this is the threat that we see, how far we'll take this technology which will be replacing human beings.
2: Speaking of technology and, and the future, you've also got the Unisports Hub. Yes. Uh, you've just partnered about uh, you know lo- looking at advancing the the uh, SDGs, the esports. SDGs, yes, yeah, the SD, e-sports. Yeah. Uh, talk to us about where do you see this this industry yeah. going and and what got you, what got you involved? Uh,
1: in because I've been talking about the power of sports. Yeah. You see, I see it in Bangladesh when the uh, World Cup comes. World Cup will soon come here in this yeah. region. Uh, villages after villages, there will be flying flags yeah. of different countries because of the. F- Club the support. Yeah, they don't know the country.
2: Yeah, Brazil and Argentina. Yeah, Bangladesh. Bangladesh. Yes, indeed. <laughs> this is
1: everywhere. And imagine the emotional tie it yeah. creates all over Bangladesh. Is not one segment. Yeah. One is Argentina. Another is uh, uh, some other country, and so on.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, but they are committed to those uh, teams. When that team wins, celebrations that you see in the village, the peace and yeah. money. Yeah. They don't know those countries, they don't know those people, (laughs) but they spend money because their team wins. If their team is defeated, dead silence. People are crying, people are sad, they don't want to talk to each other. I said, this is an emotional tie. It's a power. That emotional tie is power. Half the population of the entire world, at the same moment watching television screen, half the population of the entire world, if there's an Olympic going on, Mm. what a power whatever you want to communicate with them at that moment it goes to the half the population of the entire world first 100 percent secure way. so that power is i said are we using this for, for social benefit social mm. impact no
2: yes yeah.
1: we are using it sometimes for um, commercial purposes True. we sell things we demonstrate things and drinks and uh, watches or whatever you want to sell. You are doing that, but not on social purpose. I said, we are wasting away a tremendous power in the sports world. So why don't we use it for social change? And people started listening to that. And uh, Olympic uh, IOC, International Olympic Committee paid attention to it. And France paid attention to it. So we are designing now uh, Olympic 2024 in France as a social business Olympic meaning the entire olympic will be devoted to solving problems of the area where it's called and yeah. also around the world uh, this is a seven billion do- euro project yeah. okay, one olympic so there's a seven billion dollar behind it but that seven billion dollar could be used for solving the problem of the people around yeah. them yeah. so these are the issues that we are taking and esports took it very seriously They have now partnership with us, how to use the power of e-sports. They are becoming a big power now globally. Exactly. How to use that power to bring changes in the minds of the young people so that they are becoming concerned about the issues rather than enjoy sports and forget about it. Uh, so how to do that? So this right. is the purpose. With the SDG is one yeah. that we'd like to do, and uh, my favorite yeah. is uh, creating a world of three zeros yeah, yeah. and creating three zero clubs for the young people, yeah. so that Amazing. every young person can be concerned about the uh, global warming and wealth concentration yeah. and unemployment and all the issues that yeah. we face. Uh, um, I'm particularly interested as well, uh, you know, dialing things back to the you Gramming know, Bank and yeah. even
0: going or back to climate change as well, uh, empowering working class people. We've well, talked about lending and empowering uh, struggling families as well. What is it about communication that we can look? Like, what, what are the effective ways of communication that we can sort of
1: utilize to make something like this thrive just as it did in your case? This is a communication we're doing mm-hmm. right now. Mm. We are talking about it. People listening. listening. What, what did the Grameen Bank do uh, to become interested in the subject? That's what the important thing to get people interested in the subject, that financial institutions are designed the wrong way. Yeah. It is supposed to lend money to people. That's what financial institutions are for. But it lends money to people who already have lots of money. And funny thing, it doesn't lend money to people who don't have money. I yeah, said, this sure. is upside down. You should be starting with lending money to people who don't have money. And never had a chance, particularly for women. So they said it cannot be done. So mm-hmm. we went ahead and created something and it's done. And as perfectly as any bank will claim to be a perfect one. And even better. So uh, that the way it became a demonstration that it can be done. Now it is being done in the United States, called Grameen America. Yeah. And we are lending money to poor levels of income people mm-hmm. uh, in 30, 31 cities in, in the United States. We have given over $3 billion in loans with perfect repayment. No collateral, no lawyers, nothing involved. So this is, can be done, but it's still the world goes on the same old way, lending money billions of dollars to the guy who has already had billions of dollars.
2: Right. With the recession coming, do you reckon bad loans is going to be an issue for...
1: Yes, indeed. Yeah. It's a, that will make, make you mm. aware that, that this is the financial system doesn't mm. work, True. ultimately. So you have to get people involved, so yeah. that people are the basis of the economy, not the financial
2: institution. That makes sense. Well. Dr. Yunus, it's been a pleasure to have you here with us on Pulse 95, and we look forward to more fruitful discussions. I know you've got a very busy session, a busy afternoon lined up for you, uh, and uh, we wish you all the very best uh, for your talk later on today. Thank
1: you very much for inviting me.
2: Well, we were listening to Dr. Mohammed Yunus here on Pulse95. Now we are going to get ready for more discussions here at the International Government Communications uh, Forum. And we'll let you enjoy the business headlines for now. And we shall return right after that. This is
1: Pulse95.
2: Pulse95. A
1: story to tell.